Hello everyone, it's Ashley with Amare, owner and founder of Amare Healing Arts, Plastic Surgery Recovery Center, and Holistic Clinic, specializing in manual lymphatic drainage. We have two locations in New Jersey, Highland Park and Elizabeth, and I also offer virtual consults if you're not in New Jersey but still need help with your recovery. You can give the office a call at 732-841-0142 to set up your sessions. We have our post-op shop where we offer post-op supplies like lipofoams and BBL pillows and I teach you guys how to use those products with the videos that we have on our product page. That's amarepostopshop.com. We also have our online courses where I teach you guys what massages you would need after plastic surgery, when to get your massages, who to get them from, what the lymphatic system is, what lymphatic massages actually are, and all the research that you would need on your post-op massages and finding a lymphatic therapist. All of these links are in our bio as well as in the description boxes, so you guys can go and check that out. I will see you guys soon. Ashley with Amare. Bye! Ashley with Amare. Hi! So... Um, today we're going to continue the topic of compression garments. If you guys are listening in on the podcast, you can check out the full video on Instagram. Yes, uh, first episode of the podcast. Woohoo! Post-op podcast. Um, all things you need to know, tips and tricks post-op. Um, it's basically just going to be the audios from the Instagram videos and the YouTube videos, which are the same thing. So if you are listening in on there, come check us out on Instagram and YouTube at Amari Healing Arts. So, we're going to continue the compression garment topic. Um, last week, I did like a broad what in the faha video is going on in the world. Um, today and the next couple videos are going to be honing in just on specific parts of what you guys go insane about with the faha situation. So today, we're going to talk about the faha being too small and how super dangerous that is, um, and why it's causing fibrosis and seromas and swelling and like working against you. There is a very big common misconception in Miami that your faha is meant to squeeze the living daylights out of you. And as I repeated a million times in my other video, that is not correct. A faha, a compression garment, post-op, should not be squeezing you. If you cannot eat, if you feel like you're going to throw up when you eat, if you cannot breathe properly, if you cannot bend down and touch your toes, if you cannot bend to the side and touch the side of your foot on both sides or lean back without getting crazy lightheaded, like insane resistance in your garment, your garment is too tight. So that's number one. It shouldn't be impeding normal daily function. If you are super uncomfortable sleeping in it or sitting in it and it's cutting into you and crushing you, it is way too tight. So let's go into the science of this real quick. A garment, a medical grade compression garment or a post-op surgery compression garment or a faha as it's likely called out there in the world um, of post-op is meant to hold you at the same exact compression ratio your entire recovery. So what does that mean? It should fit comfortably, snug, tight, comfortably where you can breathe move drink sit go to the bathroom like do normal function in your garment every day all the time for your entire recovery period it is not meant to squeeze you tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter as it goes on or even in the beginning squeeze the living daylights out of you so again this compression garment is meant to maintain your body as it's healing like a soft cast when you break your arm they don't tighten your cast 
like super, super tight around you where it's crushing you and then keep squeezing it your entire recovery of your broken arm. The cast stays one size the whole time until you downgrade into a soft cast which we know there are different stages of Fajas. My next video um, and recording that I'm going to do is about the different stages of Fajas. You don't need four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, twelve stages of Faja. That is not how that works, especially if you've had tra fat transfer. We do not want to squeeze that. We do not want to crush it. So you need maybe one, maybe two, maybe three or four if you've had extreme amounts of lipo, four. Um, like, I'm talking four to five liters of lipo. You may need a fourth size small garment. I've seen it happen in our practice where you guys do shrink that much. Like, three to six to nine inches of shrinkage around your waist, which means you need a smaller garment to hold that. Um, as you're shrinking, the garment is supposed to shrink with you. So that's a different story. But generally, you need maybe one, maybe two, maybe even three smaller sizes going down of your faha or your compression garment. So again, not meant to squeeze you continually over and over and over and over, and over the whole time where it's like madness and so much pain. If you are wearing your garment and it is causing you pain, and I'm not talking about surgery pain, I'm talking about a stabbing, a sticking, like a pulling, like a really bad pain where you have to take pain meds just to be in your faha, it is too small. Number one, if it's impeding normal function, like I said, it is too small. If you cannot do any normal life functions in it, um, if you are trapped in the mentality of, well, my hot faha is supposed to be the tightest thing on the planet, and you're developing a seroma. You're developing garment burn, which we're going to get to in a second. You're developing fibrosis. Your garment is too tight. Now, back to the point of why you need a garment. It's to hold you. Why? Little bit of science here. We're going to get pretty deep. So, you're swelling, which is lymphatic fluid, essentially. You're swelling is going to be from post-surgery. If you are having salt, that swelling will increase. If you are not drinking enough water, that swelling will increase. If you are, you know, doing all the bad things post-surgery, that swelling will increase, overexerting yourself, all that stuff. But you are not going to, and after surgery, after you heal, you don't, your body doesn't keep creating more swelling. That swelling is there from surgery. So it's not like your body is going to continue swelling for three weeks, for two weeks, for however long, and keep blowing up. What causes that expansion when you're out of your garment, which we're also going to get to in a second, um, what causes that expansion in your garment of your body that makes it feel tighter or makes it feel like your garment is super, super tight is your swelling expanding and leaking out under your skin. So into the science here. When you get liposuction, right? Standard basic plastic surgery procedure, whether it's a little bit of sculpting, like 800 cc's or a liter, all the way up to five liters. When you get liposuction, they are going in there and they are sucking out the fat. A space is created where that fat used to be. Enter swelling. Swelling goes into that space, fills the space up to try and heal it. That's where that swelling comes from. And then, like I said, doing all the bad things, not having enough water, blah, 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 blah. That swelling will expand under your skin. Your skin will get really tight. Your body will get really tight with the swelling, right? If you do not do proper manual lymphatic drainage, not squeeze massage, not drainage massage, not machines, not rollers, not body contouring, not any of the things, hands-on, gentle, Vodder-style manual lymphatic drainage. If you are not doing that, your swelling is not going to move. Your garment is not going to move your swelling. How does swelling move? 
your lymph vessels are dilated during the massage. The swelling is sucked back into your tissue and you pee it out. Buy the medical textbooks of plastic surgery. Vodder style manual lymphatic drainage is what gets swelling out post lipo. Because the, the technique is designed by Dr. Emil Vodder, by an actual doctor who created the whole study of lymphology, the study of the lymph system, the study of swelling. And he says, and it's proven medically, that your body's lymphatic system that is the controller of swelling and gets swelling out, dilates, little vessels dilate, and suck the fluid back into your body to be peed out. There is no other way, not pushing blood out, not pushing fluid out, not anything else, medically, as to how your body processes swelling. If you stub your toe and it swells, you don't squeeze the living daylights out of it with a rubber band. You don't cut it open and try to squeeze fluid out of it. You don't do any of that. The way your body is designed to work with swelling is by sucking and processing the, the fluid and the swelling back into your body. It gets mixed into your bloodstream, goes through your heart, your liver, your kidneys, and then through your kidneys it comes out through your urine. You are meant to pee out swelling, not squeeze it out with a faha, not cut it out of your body, not squish it out with squeeze massage drainage craziness. No, that is not how the body is designed to work medically. So when you're talking about a faha, you are not squeezing swelling into your body. That's not how that works. What you're doing, if you have a tight faha, enter the complications part of this now. Um, when you are squeezing your body in a faha, it's doing one of two things. You are either creating fibrosis because you're trapping that fluid from moving and from getting back into your tissue. Because again, that swelling from where you are cut is leaked out into that space. It's called the interstitial space. It's the space in between your skin and your tissue or where it was because now it's been sucked out. So it's in that space and that's where that swelling is pushing up against your skin, making your skin tight and swollen and painful and tender and feeling like you got beat up with a baseball bat. So it's under that space. Lymphatic drainage, manual lymphatic drainage, water style, moves your skin to get the swelling underneath to move back into the system so your body can pee it out. You need that movement. If your garment is too tight, it's trapping fluid inside of you. Your lymph vessels are a hair thick just beneath your skin. It doesn't take, I mean, it's a crazy amount of pressure what you guys are squeezing yourselves into, but it doesn't take any, like really, really barely any pressure to move that. And if you're using deeper pressure than that, you're missing the whole lymphatic system and you're just pushing up and down on swelling. You're not actually stretching the skin to move the swelling. So when you're in your faha, if you're not getting any of that movement, if you can't move, your lymphatic system isn't moving, you're trapping swelling. Now, as we know from my many, 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 many videos and talks about fibrosis, fibrosis is lymph fluid that slows down to a halt, gets compressed and turns into those hard lumps bumps, like painful hard patches, all of those things are fibrosis, especially if you can see it sticking out of your skin. You can feel it sometimes underneath your swelling. When you take your hands and you feel your stomach or feel your lipo area, you start to feel these lumps, these bumps, these hard patches, that crazy stiffness, that's fibrosis. Sometimes it's sticking out of your skin, sometimes it's in underneath your swelling and you're starting to feel it forming. If your garment, if you are not getting movement in your garment, it is going to trap swelling, which is going to become fibrosis. Now, talking about a seroma, what is a seroma? I have a video on this. Seromas are pockets of fluid 
and sometimes blood that need to be drained by a medical doctor. How do you know if you have a seroma? You go to your surgeon. If you don't know your surgeon because he's in Miami and you are somewhere else and you can't get to him or he's not answering or she is not answering, then you go to your general practitioner, your regular doctor. You say, hey, I think I might have a seroma. I had this surgery, blah, blah, blah. They check it out and they tell you. If it needs to be aspirated, they take a needle, which is only done by a medical practitioner, not a massage therapist. They take a needle and they drain the seroma. Fun fact, it's now a new hole in your body. Your body is going to swell and fill that space, which is why aspiration usually takes one or two times of going through it before you really start seeing a decrease. The same reason they put in drains is to get any of that excess blood, not swelling, blood from surgery, and I have a whole video on drains and what they're for, to get that blood to come out through the drain so that it's out of your body and not sitting in there, which will lead to a seroma. So garments can cause a seroma. If you are putting pressure on an area of broken tissue and things are not flowing, it'll get stuck in there in a little pouch and is now called a seroma. Um, if it's been sitting for a very long time, usually around week two, week one and a half is when we start to notice the fibrosis starting to form. Um, so those are those two things. Now let's talk about garment burn. Your skin, if you ever get a blister, right? Picture a blister, how the skin is very fragile and it's swollen. In a blister, blisters are lymph fluid, it's swelling. In that blister is lymph fluid. Your lipo area is basically one big blister full of lymph fluid and your poor skin is so fragile. You go into a garment that's three sizes too small, cutting the crap out of your body, really, really crushing you, you can't move and your skin is so fragile, you are going to get garment burn. What is garment burn? It is a patch of skin on your body that due to the material of the compression garment or the friction of the compression garment or the pressure of the compression garment causes a pressure wound or a giant blister on your side. I know you've been on Instagram, you've seen crazy burns and light, what they call lipo burns and all kinds of stuff, that's garment burn. That is from your garment pushing against your body, which is basically one giant blister and causing a blister on your skin or a big patch on your skin that's black or sometimes it's like your skin color and it looks like a giant blister, that is garment burn. That is from the garment being too tight against your sensitive skin, cutting into you, causing a blister. Or, like I said, if you're not really getting any movement in your garment, and anytime you move, that garment's cutting into you, it's literally cutting your skin, ripping off layers of skin, because your skin is so fragile, pulsed up, it's so swollen. So, problems with tight garment, seroma, fibrosis, garment burn. There's that. Also, extreme crazy amounts of pain. Now, let's get into a little bit more complicated stuff. If you have a fat transfer, a BBL, and your garment is too tight, you will wind up killing your fat transfer, which is why they say don't sit on your fat transfer. I'm going to do a whole little session here on BBL garments um, and what's good and what's not as far as compression and all the different types of them that you guys see out there and what you should be getting for a BBL. I'm also going to do the same thing for lipo and a tummy tuck. But let's talk about a tummy tuck now. If you have a garment that is too tight and you have a tummy tuck and you have an internal ab repair with stitches, that garment is going to crush your internal ab repair and those stitches are not going to heal right and you can wind up with complications for your tummy tuck. So garments that are too tight are a giant no-go. Now I do understand when you wake up in a garment from your surgeon or your surgeon gives you a garment, 
you are going off of what your surgeon says. You're going off of what your surgeon gives you. Your surgeon's going to give you this, so you're going to use it. Guys, use your head. If something doesn't feel right, if you can't bend down and touch your toes, if you can't breathe properly, if you're getting lightheaded in the garment, if you can't move, if you can't take a deep breath, these are all signs that your garment is too tight and you may want to go up a garment size. I will do a video and a little recording on how your garment feels if it's too big and how to know if it's too big and how to fix it. Um, but if it is too small, you're going to know because it's going to be crushing you. And the problem is a lot of you guys, you say you do research, but you're just listening to randos that are not certified people on the internet. You're listening to people who've done this on YouTube that have not had proper post-op guidance that went to Miami, saw a doctor once, got the surgery, went home, and is fumbling around trying to figure this out the same way you are. You guys need to be listening to licensed professionals. This is why I do these videos. It's not just to bash on all the bad stuff out there, but to give you guys information to use so that you know what to do research on and how to do research. Because it's one thing when you come into my office and you say, oh yeah, I did all the research. And then I start telling you these things and you're like, that's not what I found out. Da, 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 da. And I ask you where you got your information and you say, my tummy tuck journey on YouTube. Or you say, some person on Real Self. Or this person I'm following on Instagram, Surgery Doll 2022, who's deciding to, you know, do her surgery and document it. Where is she getting her information from? Is it a licensed lymphedema specialist who deals with chronic swelling issues normally? Is it a post-op specialist like me? Like, where are you getting this information from? So when I do these recordings and I do the podcasts and I do the videos, it's for me to give you guys something to take away from it to start actually doing your research on what you need. So when it comes to garments like this, there is no place for you to go online and say, I need a lipo garment. All of these Faha places out here are just Faha places. They're not medical grade compression garment people like I am. They're not fitters, certified post-op fitters or certified garment fitters for lymphedema, for post-op cancer, for post-op plastic surgery. They're not that. They don't know about compression ratios. They don't know about lymphatic drainage. They don't know about any of the stuff post-surgery. They're not taking that into account. They're just selling a garment. So you guys need to use your head and do your research. So how do we measure for a garment? Well, Again, your doctor may give you a garment after surgery. When you're measuring for a garment, you need to take into account your swelling ratios. So what does that mean? Where you're at in your garment, when I say your garment is supposed to hold you the same way, you are swollen. As your swelling comes down, you're supposed to be moving down your hooks as your swelling comes down, not before. What that means is if you are not loose on those first set of hooks, you do not move down hooks until it is loose. Then you go on to the tighter row of hooks. Not before. Squeezing yourself to the next set of hooks is not going to get your swelling down faster. It's going to cause a number of those complications that I listed. So making sure that you're ready to go down to the next size to make sure your garment is shrinking with you, not you squeezing yourself into the garment to try and make yourself fit into it. That's not how that works. So... That's a little bit about when to go down in your garment. But if you put it on and you are like struggling so hard to get that thing closed and then when you get it closed, you can't breathe, you can't get up, you can't move, it's too tight, you need a bigger garment for now. You're going to shrink and you may fit into that smaller garment later. Keep it, do not throw it out. But you're going to need something in the meantime until your body gets to that point. Rushing the process is just going to cause complications. And not knowing when to go down on the hooks is a big problem because 
either you're gonna be squeezing yourself constantly or you're gonna be in a garment that's too big or a garment that fit you small at one point and now it's too big. Usually you guys know when it's too big. You know when it doesn't feel right. You know when you start to like feel sensitive and have pain when you move and it's not holding you. And again, I say holding you because the garment shouldn't be crushing you. It should be, like I said, back to that cast, right? So where you're at with your swelling, it should hold you at that point. When your swelling comes down, you move down hooks and it holds you. When you get to the last row of hooks and it's loose on the last row of hooks, then you get a smaller garment if you still have swelling, if you're still in the healing process. How long do you need to wear a garment for? As long as you have swelling, you need to be in a garment. I understand that my tummy tuck journey people, my lipo journey people, all these people on YouTube say, or even your doctor will say, oh, you only need it for six weeks. If you haven't been getting proper Vodder style manual lymphatic drainage massages, if you have not had a proper garment to begin with, if at six weeks your body still looks like it's two weeks post-op, your body hasn't made any progress, you're still super swollen, I had someone message me to do a virtual. She is 13 weeks post lipo, still in a garment because her body hasn't gone down. Then the garment that you were in was probably trapping swelling and that swelling is trapped. Your body is still at two weeks post-op. I don't care how many months, how many weeks post-op you are from your surgery. Your body is still trapped and frozen in time because the garment was too tight. So there's that whole thing. As far as when to wear a garment, why we need it, again, it is for keeping your swelling so that you don't expand as much or at all, hopefully. And the garment is meant to shrink with you, not you squeezing the garment to make yourself shrink. So that's a little bit about the too tight faha situation. If you think your faha is too tight, if you've just gotten a garment from your surgeon and it was a million sizes too tight, you need a bigger garment. Go get a bigger garment either from your surgeon or find one that looks like the one that you have online. Find it somewhere and get a bigger size until you are ready for that smaller one. Squeezing yourself into the tightest faha possible is not going to help your recovery. It is going to set you back and it's going to freeze your body in time where you're at in the healing process and your swelling is never going to move. Then we need to do more than we normally would massages. You're more time in the garment, way longer. And if you're in that in-between gap where the faha's kind of still tight, but you're not ready for the next one yet, that's what we have the lipo foams for, is to protect you. And if you guys need lipo foams, we have those. And I teach you how to use them in my videos. So if you don't even know what lipo foams are and you're debating between a foam or a board, Go watch some of my videos <laughs> and uh, educate yourself a little bit on why you would even need those. But again, there are ways to make your garment comfortable. It should never squeeze you. It should never be uncomfortable. It should be the same compression ratio, the same compression feeling, your whole recovery, and you should be moving your garment down as you shrink. Again, with the cast, you are not squeezing or changing that. We want to try to keep it as even as possible the whole time as far as compression. So this was just a short little video on when is your faha too tight? When is your garment too tight? How do we know? Now, again, caveat to all of this. You want to be using the garment your surgeon gave you if they gave you a garment. But if you cannot get into it after you get out of it, 
that's a problem. Again, another little caveat. If you're taking a hot shower, if you're out of your garment, you're going to expand. Your swelling is going to start to crawl into that interstitial space because it's free space and it's going to start to fill up. Getting back into your garment may be a little bit of a struggle, but when you get it on, it should feel like relief. It should feel like it's holding you. It shouldn't feel like you can't breathe and you can't move. Yes, if you're out of your garment to shower, you're going to have a little bit of expansion into that space. It's going to be a little tighter to get on. A lot of people think, oh, I washed my garment and it got tighter. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. Not how that works. You swole out of your garment while it was being washed. You expanded. Now you're trying to get back into it and it's a little bit tighter. And this is when you guys start playing the yo-yo game with your faha up and down, up and down, washing it every two days. You're not making the garment tighter by washing it every two days. You're swelling when you're out of the garment and then you fit into the garment. And then when your body comes back down, you're not in a smaller garment or you're not moving down your hooks and you wind up expanding back into it. And it fits again, quote unquote fits, but it's not that it fits, you just swole up again to fit the garment or your swelling just expanded to fit the garment and then you get back into it and you're like, oh, now it's tight. But then you're in it for 13 weeks doing this yo-yo up and down because you're swelling and rebounding back and forth with your swelling because you're not in that consistent compression. If you have good compression, if you have a good compression garment that fits you the way it should post-surgery, and if you still don't know what that means, after I'm trying to explain this, you need to set up a virtual with me. Call the office, 732-841-0142, and we can figure out your, your Faha situation. But if you are 13 weeks still rebounding in and out of a garment because it's tight and then you wash it and it's, it fits you and then it doesn't and then it fits you and then it doesn't and you still have swelling and you're back and forth, back and forth after six weeks even after that little like that, that healing time where you're supposed to, where your surgeon says you're supposed to be out of your garment by now and you're still rebounding and you still have swelling and anytime you put the garment back on it's tight and then it gets super loose and then you wash it because you think it's going to make it tighter or put it in the freezer which I heard someone say because um, you think it's going to make it tighter well you still have swelling so you're rebounding and then you get back into it and it's snug or tight again because you're swollen so if we're doing that whole yo-yo game and you're not out by then it's definitely the faha. It's definitely not fitting you right. Something's wrong. We got to fix it. So if you're having problems with this, if you guys need more information, watch my Instagram videos. They're the same videos that are on YouTube. I have tons of videos on the garment situation, the fibrosis, the swelling, the massages, all of it. Um, and like I said, post-op podcast, guys. So look out for more of these episodes. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Um, call the office if you need more information. If you want to set something up, 732-841-0142. We are located in New Jersey. We have two locations, Highland Park and Elizabeth. And I will see you guys soon. I hope this was helpful. I hope you got a little something out of it. Of it and I will see you next week. Bye guys!